0: This is Chelsea
1: Schaefer and this is season four of The Score. You all have listened to this podcast three quarters of a million times and we are here in season four to bring you even more of what you love. What's up everyone? It's Caitlin Gustav on The Score and today our guest is is the one and only Jackson Tucker. He's 19 years old. He's originally from Statesville, North Carolina, hanging around Huckabee, Texas these days. Um, and you guys have probably seen him. You know, he was going for the rookie race last year. He came up short. He was roping with Caesar de la Cruz, which is a great run to have. And Jackson does talk about that in this episode. Um, he hung around Luke Brown. He knew Luke Brown through his dad. His dad and Luke Brown are longtime friends. So Jackson, before getting to pro rodeo, got to hang around and traveled all the pro rodeos and see the sights and learn from Luke Brown. Uh, so Jackson talks about their relationship. Uh, he talks about what it's like traveling with Derek Begay because he recently drove across state lines with Derek in a car, um. Uh, to, to catch a rodeo and Pegas, which he also we also kinda cover that in here. We talk about horsepower, we talk about the mental game, and this was just a really fun conversation. Um, and if you can make it through at the end we have a little fun this or that game that we play. Um, to so I hope you guys enjoy it. It was a really fun interview. Thank you Jackson for taking the time to chat with me and Uh, If you listen to this podcast, be sure to leave us a rating and review. Let us know which interviews you loved, which interviews, um, which guys you want us to talk to. Let us know how this episode was. Um, We love reading those. So enough of me talking. Let's listen to the special interview with Jackson Tucker. This episode is brought to you by Farnham. Stick with us because we have a special commercial at the middle of this episode.
0: What's up, Jackson? What's up, Caitlin? How's it going? Oh, it's
1: good. How? Uh, where are you in the world today?
0: I'm sitting in a uh, Holiday Inn lobby in uh, Pecos,
1: Texas right now. Playing for the second one tonight. Fun. And, yeah, speaking of Pecos, um, unfortunately, your partner wasn't there, but tell us who you picked up.
0: Yes, my partner didn't make it this morning, but I, uh, I got the world champion calf rope Hill for me haven Midget, and we just run our first one and i rode cody snows bay bert he was awesome and dropped the second one now gotcha
1: and how like bert have you ever ridden bert before
0: i have yes i am so cody he's sending with me to uh, arcadia those radios that were before the bfi this year and uh, the first bfi i guess and uh when I was down there, I rode him. Uh, I just practiced on him one day when I was down there, and I, that was the first time that I'd ever rode him, and then got to ride him again today. That's awesome. That horse has been phenomenal
1: ever since I had seen Cody in high school roping on that horse. Um, so that's super cool. You got to jump on him.
0: Oh, yeah, it was perfect. He uh, He's an awesome horse. I love him, and I'm uh, glad to be friends with Cody and let me get on him.
1: <laughs> yeah, and – uh like horsepower how it does Burt kind of feel like your horses or are your horses a little different style
0: he I tell you he's he's not he's not very big when you look at him and uh, like not very tall he's kind of like my the sorrel that I always ride he's about the same height but he's a lot I don't know he's higher headed and he I'm not sure he runs a lot harder it seems like but he he was he was perfect really I uh he felt a lot like my mare a little bit in some ways but i don't know he's he he drags his butt through the corner and it's really easy to handle the steer so that's something's really cool about him
1: gotcha gotcha and what is that mare that mare you rides pretty cool um let's kind of talk about the horses you have in your string
0: right i just got that mare i would say probably a couple weeks before the first bfi they had in guthrie and i uh my good sir I would always ride i call him mc hammer and he was uh he was just coming off an injury and i felt like the bfi would just be a harder opener to ride him at so i uh I ended up riding that mare there, and she did perfect. I just got her; she's nine years old. I got her from a boy that was actually working for Cody Snow at the time, and uh, it just kind of fit in perfect. And I do like having her, and uh, going to ride her in a lot of these rodeos this summer. And when I when I don't have my sorrel there, or whatever the setup normally is, but I, um, she is a nice horse, and I'm I'm lucky to have her. And but the sorrel, he'll always be at the top, I
1: guess. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So what is like, when you're looking at a horse, what are like the key things that you look for in a horse?
0: I've I've never really bought that many horses in my life. I've always just kind of rode what I had and mm-hmm. kind of just tried to make it work. This is kind of one of the first horses that I've ever like really ventured out and bought. And uh, it, it, honestly, I wasn't even at the time I was I was needing a horse but I didn't really need one that bad and I seen the boy open on him and she just scored amazing. Best horse I've ever scored in my life. She's I've never rode one that scored that good and that was a big deal to me but I mean obviously speed and everything, but I think the start matters more than anything and uh so that was a big deal to me and the speed and she's she pulls good and faces good just like other horses that I have and uh so I mean it, it was it was a good fit really and I was I was glad I was there practicing that day and got to watch that boy rider and it, it worked out. and That's really the main thing to me is just scoring and, yeah, you got to have one that's fast, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think the start's the biggest, the biggest key.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. And, you know, I kind of want to jump back. Um, like, talk let's kind of talk about, you know, your rookie year. Um, how, looking back, how was that year for you?
0: It was rough, you know. I um, when I started out, I didn't do very good. I'd always jack my whole life. I've been to have been to some rodeos, and I, I mean, it's just hard to get in the groove of doing it. And I'm just really, I think that I'm just starting to do better. But I, um, you know, I kind of lucked out. My first year, I uh, Caesar he had asked me to rope right before the summer, and I'd rope slightly different that winter. And Jake Clay's hired, because he he's my first partner through the winter, and uh, he was going to start heading at the time, and Caesar. Called me and asked me to rope, and I mean it was just like a blessing. You know, I mean, he's made the finals nine times, and I'd always watched him as a kid and I wanted to rope with him, and it worked out perfect. And he took me rodeo in for my first year, and I got to buddy with my cousins Corey Kid and Clay Futrell, and Corey he taught me a lot, and uh you know, I've it, it, it was it was really cool to get to rope with him, and I, I was lucky that he asked me to rope. Really, I mean you just don't get that opportunity very much, mm-hmm. but. Uh, so, I mean, but it it was rough. I didn't I didn't head very good for him. We won a little bit, and, uh, but we're still, I mean, he's one of my best friends and always will be because of what he did for me. And I are up a lot at the jackpots whenever I'm in Arizona. Or we're close. We're up at California's second partners. And uh, I don't know. It, it was, I was lucky to get to do that. And this is my second year, and I feel like I'm just starting to get better at my rodeo. And so I'm hoping that it will come along here before too long.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. No, that was super cool. Like when, when we found out that you were roping with Caesar, that's, that was cool that a rookie could rope with a guy like that. Not saying you weren't capable to rope with Caesar, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was cool. I would have never dreamed it. You know, I mean, for my, I mean, through my whole childhood, you always see Derek Gay and Caesar at the F.R. I mean, I was just a kid in North Carolina watching it on TV with my dad and my parents, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I mean, it was kind of like a dream come true. Or, Come to reality, I guess. Whenever he asked me to rope and show up at the first rodeo rope with him, I was. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. I mean, it's, I mean, it's really unbelievable. Honestly.
1: Yeah, and I mean, speaking of Derek Begay, uh obviously you were just road tripping with him uh, from Arizona to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so what's yeah. it like being on the road with Derek?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Quite the time. You know, I. Uh, <laughs> I've known him. Luke Brown he introduced me to him a long time ago. My dad used to send me out to Texas and maybe stay with Luke and it was awesome that that was Luke Brown was the hardest working guy Mm -hmm. that heads for sure and uh, but he introduced me to the gay a long time ago and got to be really good buddies. with him now he's one of my very very best friends and uh but anyways we all day during the BFI the other day we didn't even know how we were going to get to Pecos yeah we knew we were going to we knew we were going to drive or fly (laughs) like what he would walk up to me every 10 minutes what are we going to do about Pecos? man i don't know what, what do you want to do <laughs> and uh, so end up we flew to phoenix and got in his wife's car and we are uh, we headed down here last night or he picked me up about two o'clock yesterday and we drove drove down here and got us a room so we're uh <laughs> this way nobody yeah, it's quite the time we actually was, the roads were closed down by tucson and wilcox where so we went around to uh we Went up a different way and mm-hmm. went through where Matt Sherwood lives in Pima, and we got a uh, we we stepped out of the car and got us a selfie with uh, Matt Sherwood's entering the Pima City Limits. Sherwood. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh my god! Yeah, we, we had a good time, but uh, no, yeah, he's he's quite the time. It's pretty funny. We watched the Phoenix basketball game. All the way over here last night. I didn't even think Begay liked basketball, but turns out he did. So we watched that. And
1: <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I wouldn't picture Begay as a basketball fan.
0: No, yeah, you wouldn't even you wouldn't see it at all. But he knows all the basketball players, and he loved it. So we <laughs> we had a good time. It was fun.
1: Fun fact of the day. <laughs> oh exactly, my god, yeah. <laughs> that is funny. That is one thing. That's like I was just talking to my friend. Um, the other day, how we would love to just be like flies on the wall in the back of Bigay's truck, just going with him down the road, just to see what it's like. And, wow, that sounds like fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. He, he says some of the random stuff that they're yeah. random as times, and you wouldn't think it, but it's all true, and he's got a lot. <laughs> he knows a lot. That guy knows a lot. He's rodeoed a lot. You can tell.
1: Oh, my gosh. And so you guys just drove in Justine's car? Like, you guys were ruffies yesterday?
0: Yeah, we were. Actually, you know what we did when uh, the rooms were all booked in us when we got here? So <laughs> what he did, well, he said, let's see if we can get us a bed in the back of this car. So he laid the seats down, and we, <laughs> we both just slept in the back seat of this car on some blankets. Just uh... like Ruffies would do it. Exactly <laughs> how Ruffies would do it. And so after lunch today. Caleb Schmidt, world champion camp for, for two. He told <laughs> us that he had a room over here at the Holiday Inn, two beds in it, and a couch. So, uh they and they're taking a nap right now and i'm out here in the lobby so i don't wake them up
1: <laughs> oh perfect yeah you guys are full-on roughing it right now that is amazing
0: <laughs> exactly that's what we're doing feels like
1: and to kick off the summer run too what uh i guess what's your summer run gonna look like
0: yeah exactly you know i'm gonna uh we're gonna drive back to phoenix a tree rope again and then uh <laughs> he's gonna i'm gonna get on a plane i think around eight in the morning and i fly back to reno and i got my horse there one horse my sorrel, my mare i sent her to arizona for prescott mm-hmm. i'm gonna fly down there but um i'm gonna i start at prideville on friday night so that's where i start and then i'm headed to uh Greeley, i guess after that
1: gotcha and you know i we got on the rim. Ramp- like you, you know the rant of Begay um, and you mentioned Luke Brown and I know like the first time I ever saw you you were hauling with Luke um, kind of tell me about yours and Luke's relationship um, and kind of what you've learned from being around him
0: right so we my dad's known him forever he's also from North Carolina or South Carolina right over the line we both lived right there but he's known my dad forever they're they're best friends and my dad rodeoed forever and anyways my dad would always send me out here to Texas and or come with me and drop me off and leave me with luke and luke was kind of a my guy you know he would he he taught me everything and uh him and my dad and but anyways so whenever during the summers most kids they would go rope and jackpot but i would i would always go with luke and help him in whichever way i could and just watch and try to learn you know and so i mean really i never roped during the summers i was always at these all these rodeos that i'm getting to go to now and enter and uh i was just around all the guys and learned a lot and I, I really do think it helps i when i started last year all the radios that i went to i had already been to mm-hmm. and i uh, kind of knew knew this or that or whatever but i uh it, it was a good deal for me and um, I, i'm sure i'm glad i did it and kind of funny uh just the other day i was telling tyler wade he told me uh about three or four years ago at reno he told me that uh he told me. He said, "You're going to be sick of rodeo by the time you're old enough to rodeo." <laughs> and uh, I told him that the other day. We had lunch at the at the Al-Bacarino. I said, "You know, it's probably been four or five years ago since you told me that. I'm not sick of it yet. I'm glad to be here." <laughs> so, but anyways, no. He, Luke. He, he taught me everything, and he uh, that guy works harder than anybody at it, and I'm I, I'm sure was lucky to have him.
1: Yeah. Do you still? I mean. Are you around him a lot still, or kind of what's your relationship with him now?
0: I am. I'm around him a lot still. But he told me, he told me a couple of years ago. He said you're good enough now. You need to try to start figuring out on your own. And I respect that. And mm-hmm. I, uh, that's kind of what I did. And I got Corey Kid, my cousin. He helps me a lot. And uh, Cody Snow. He has changed my rope and around. And he's helped me a lot. And I've got i got a lot of people that have helped me out. And I'm glad to be on the right the right track now. And but yeah Luke he's he's still there for me he's he's a great dude
1: gotcha gotcha and like speaking of rodeoing like having your cousins on the road um and I know Clay he won the Resist All Rookie uh healing title last year um kind of explain what it's like to have family on the road and being able to have those outlets
0: yeah it's it's so good you know they're in the loop and you can ask them about entering or what they're doing or if you need to send a horse here or there or ride I mean, it's it's a lot easier and having Corey and clay out there and that's real cool to me. And I know a lot of people that are from back home that rodeo too. And, uh, it makes it easy. And clay, uh, his sister Paige, which is one of my, or my other cousin, I guess mm-hmm. but, uh, she, she married a NFR bull rider named Eli Vassfinder and he rodeos too. So, I mean, it's cool. We, we got a lot of family out here and I mean, it, it, it really is nice to have.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. That, that's something Like, I wish I had family that rodeoed because I feel like that would be a lot cooler than just going by myself everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it, it's, it, it is easier because they're in the loop and they can help you with the internet or this or that. But uh, me and Clay, was both our first years last year and Corey, mm-hmm. he's rodeoed for a long time. So, yeah, it, it was dang sure good to have.
1: Yeah. And growing up, I mean, all you guys are from, you know, North Carolina. How, what was it like growing up over there?
0: So growing up in North Carolina, it was, it was definitely different. The rodeos over there, they're way different than anything out here. The steers are really slow and the barriers are short. So, I mean, it's more of like a, I mean, I went to a lot of rodeos where the steers walked and trotted and, uh, and we didn't get to do that much roping over there really. I mean, really the only roping you did was when you went to a jackpot, it rains so much in North Carolina that you really don't get to rope that much. And uh, so that's why I was in Texas so much. I mean, I always got to rope out there and, my family, they were good about it, good about keeping me out there because that's what I wanted to do, and my cousins were all the same way. Corey's lived there ever since he started rodeoing and Clay the same, and, uh, and he, my other cousins, uh, Cole, Clay's little brother, mm-hmm. he's he rubs a lot, too, and he, he's out here in Steenville now because that's what he wants to do, and I mean, it, it is a nice, it, it's nice being from back there, though. I really do like it. I mean, it, it, it teaches you a lot about them rodeos and stuff, too, and lots of jackpots, and I mean it's just a different way of life really but it is uh it's definitely different it's different than anything you'd, you'd ever experience or see for sure
1: yeah so I guess your dad sending you to Luke's was kind of your first step away from North Carolina or like what
0: or Yep, what that was kind of my first step I uh Luke was up with Martin Lucero at the time and Corey when he first started he actually lived at Martin Lucero's so he uh we all just kind of were there and Luke and Martin were kind of our guys, and we were just kind of like in their hands, but yeah, that was that was my first step, and that was kind of what I did, I was, when I started meet. I mean, he, I'm, I met so many people when I lived with him, or when I was with him, or when he was helping me, that would just come over there and practice, you know, Jade Corkill, Chad Master, Jake, all these guys that I'm great friends with now, um, it, all, it, it all was through him, and it was, it was really cool, actually, the first time that I ever went out with him one summer, Corey was out there too, but uh i played golf with Corey, Corey Kuntz, and Clay brian cooper first summer i was with him and it, was, it was just a cool experience i mean the first summer he takes me out there i'm meeting those guys and hanging around those guys and
1: yeah that's and, surreal and I'm, and
0: I'm just being good friends with them now so it all come full circle
1: no that's super surreal i i look back because like you look at all these guys now and they're your your buds like you know they're all friends they're not strangers they're Like, but growing up, you look at them, they're like, there's these these pro guys. Like, you want their autograph, you want to take pictures with them, you know, whatever. But they're regular people, and they're actually cool to be around.
0: Yeah, for sure. It it is. It's it's exactly how it is, and I always thought that before, and now being buddies with them. I I mean, I would have never had that or been Mm -hmm. still building a lot of relationships if it wasn't for doing all that when I was younger. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, these guys, they seem seems like they're not even real but they are real people and they uh they're really good at what they do and they're they they take care of their business and i've learned a lot from all of them
1: yeah what is i guess what's the best advice you've received from one of the pros if you have like one I thing don't know, that's, that, stuck.
0: that's hard i mean luke and paul he's he, he told me he told me a while back probably three or four years ago he said it doesn't matter the financial situation or anything he said you can't give up out here you know i mean if you he told me one time he said if you got 150 dollars in your bank account mm-hmm. and there's some jackpots in texas on tuesday austin robertson has some open opens every tuesday it's 150 bucks a man to go over there and enter
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh he told me one time he said if you got 150 dollars in your bank account and it's tuesday you need to show up over there and uh i think that's what's helped me a lot i go to every open and i'm always in the loop and i think you just stay on top of your game that way it's more of a high risk situation that way, but at the same time, I think I think it's better in yourself, and that's probably one of the best things that I've ever heard. Is pretty much just never never stop going or never giving up on yourself.
1: Hmm. No, that's that's true. That once you give up on yourself, it's hard to get kind of back in the game and like make yourself go right. and enter.
0: Right. For sure. I agree. I agree. I think that's uh, I think that's one of the best things that ever happened to me.
1: Yeah, and uh, I guess going down the road, like, who who are you hauling with this summer?
0: I go by myself a lot, and I did some last summer. Caesar went with me some, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure me and my partner will get in some together. But uh, Gay, he's entered, we're pretty much entered the same everywhere, and uh, he'll probably go with me some. So that'll probably be my, <laughs> the rest of my summer will probably be hanging out with that guy. So I'm <laughs> sure I'll. I'm sure I'll learn some stuff, I (laughs) guess.
1: Oh, yeah. Nope, that's going to be a fun summer, I think. Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine.
0: Yeah, it should be interesting for sure. Keep it posted. (laughs) Yeah, send
1: updates, you know. It'll it'll be great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, so that's about what my summer's looking like, I guess.
1: Admit it. Bugs suck. They're the last thing you want hanging around your horse and stable. Our friends at Farnham can help rid your barn of these annoying, filthy, disease-carrying bad guys. If you're ready for the best way to protect your horse, your stable, and yourself, look to Farnham's No Fly Zone solution. The people over at Farnham have discovered the best way to set yourself up for success is by fighting on all fronts. With their three-stage approach of block, repel, reduce, you can be sure flies, mosquitoes, and ticks are kept away. Go to Farnum.com. that's F-A-R-N-A-M.com to learn more and download a free copy of the Horse Owner's Guide to Creating Your Own No-Fly Zone. Plus, you can find money-saving offers to help get you on your way to a fly-free zone. Farnum, your partner in fly control. What? What's like? Do you have any funny hauling stories?
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: Like road trip? Like, did you ever listen to the podcast Chelsea did with like Caesar and Trevor and Patrick and all them on the like
0: the road trips? I really don't have that many. I mean, I really, I don't. Honestly, just what? Trying to think. Not really. Seems like every time it was somebody had been super serious last summer or mm-hmm. the gay yesterday, taking that selfie in front of Matt Sherwood's city limits sign, that was, that was pretty good, I thought, but that was not very funny. It's just something that we did. <laughs> what about
1: scary? Like, no, you haven't had any scary moments on the road or anything?
0: No, not really. I'm young. I haven't <laughs> had any. <laughs> I'm kind of still a rookie. I haven't had any any scares yet, so, I mean, I'm hoping to not ever, but. <laughs> well the, you I'm never still, know uh, i mean it, it, yeah you never know i mean i keep you updated tonight might be the first time but no <laughs> i've never really i never really had anything like that It's been, i've been pretty lucky i guess
1: yeah well i mean let's hope <laughs> let's hope you don't i guess um but if you do it would make a great story you know everyone wants to hear those funny or scary stories
0: <laughs> yeah if something happens i'll be i'll be letting you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um and what um so are you living in stephenville now you and like your cousins all moved over there or what's
0: yep we all live there It seems, i mean everybody's there my parents are still in north carolina and so are theirs but they have a place that they bought in stephenville um my aunt and my uncle and which is Colin clay's dad mm-hmm. and uh uh they let me live there, and uh, it's it's close to everybody. It's, it's in Huckabee, and it's really close to a lot of a lot of guys that rope. I got like probably five or six arenas within a mile of me that I go practice at. I can ride my horses to about two or three of them, and uh, it, it, it's a good spot. And uh, Corey, he's got his own place now, and uh, I'm over there some. And uh, seems like I've been doing most of my practicing at Cody Snows. Though mm-hmm. that guy, he is uh, he's he's held my rope from unbelievable amount i feel like i've changed as a header and uh it seems like we're uh end up to get most of my help now these days
1: yeah what uh cody i mean cody's great i i wish i reached out to him more to help me because i i know he would and he has before um what has he kind of helped you change with your roping or you know just helped you with
0: my riding probably the most he uh I think he rides the horses as good as anybody. And he's always got good horses. And mm-hmm. I mean, obviously he's rode the same two horses for his, um, he's made the, this is his fifth NFR and uh, the same two horses. And you don't see that people do that, Annie and Bert. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just, he's helped me a lot with my riding and just figuring out how to, more ways to win, you know, more ways to make money and more ways to win during the roping or during the rodeo. And uh, honestly, I think that uh, when I first started roping, I just, I, I I figured out how to, how to head, and, and that was it, just how to rope. And I never really learned how to ride a horse very good or make a horse better or anything like that. And uh, he's got a lot of horses over there, and he puts me on some different horses, and he rides some of mine I ride most, or some of his. And, you know, it's just kind of a figuring out how, how to ride a certain horse. And he, I think he's one of the best, if not the best at it. And uh, I think that's what's changed my rope more than anything is – He's figuring out how to score a horse better, ride a horse better, and obviously handle his tear better make it easier on your gas. So to me
1: that's been the biggest thing and I appreciate that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And that's a, I know you were talking about Cody and his those two horses that he rides all the time. I mean he's been riding those horses since high school. Oh, yep. Like, I feel like horses. it's unheard of for people to it be is. riding them that long.
0: It is. You know, you don't see people ride horses for that long and uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's really cool and uh it's a- honestly i've had this the same soul for this would be probably my i would say 10th or 11th year riding him he's he's 16 now and kind of the same deal for him on bird i guess he, he's getting a little bit older too but he's him since he was in high school and i've done the same for mine and mm-hmm. it's crazy to see when you get a good horse how they just keep time. I mean, i rode my horse in the in the nines, eights, ten points. Whenever I was a kid, and I'm riding him, they wrote about the BFI a couple days ago. So that was pretty cool for me. But he's my best horse, and it, it is it is cool to see how much better they get whenever you just make yourself better and make it easier on them.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome. That especially they can they can progress with you over the years.
0: Yeah, for sure. And he's obviously done it on those two for ever. It seems like, and I think it's helped. I think my horse has gotten even better since uh, since I've been figuring, figuring more things out from him.
1: Yeah, that's sweet. That is super cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what? Uh, do you, like, fight your head at all down the road, or are you pretty level-headed, like, whether you're having a good or bad week?
0: it's been uh it's been hard this year I, I haven't done very good and I haven't done very good last year either it seems like all my money that I win seems to be coming from the jackpots and the rodeos just haven't been that good and honestly I'm I try to stay level-headed I, I mean I'm I'm pretty hard on myself but at the same time it seems like we go to a rodeo or jackpot every day if not every other day even when we're at home so I mean really and truly it's hard to It's hard to stay down on yourself. I mean, people are going to forget about it right after you did it anyways. And I Mm -hmm. think that's the same thing that you need to do. And uh, so, anyways, I try to go back home and make it better, work on it, or forget that it ever even happened, one of the two. And I think – so, yeah, I guess you could say pretty level-headed. But I am hard on myself, and Mm -hmm. I do like to win. And I try to do everything I can to win, so.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it's – I can't imagine you guys going down the road – for as long as you guys do. Um, I feel like it's a daily battle that you guys have to go through. Um, But I guess, oh, something cool that, like, Colton Schmidt, just after he won the BFI, he told me that he got a mental performance coach. Do you believe in any of that, or what are your thoughts? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I think that, I mean, I think it's pretty cool to have you at the same time, but uh, I don't know. I've talked to a lot of guys, and a lot of guys just – seem like they keep it pretty simple mm-hmm. and um, I try to I try to do the same so I don't know if it worked for me but it may work for some people mm-hmm. I uh, I try to just stay on stay on my own game and keep it simple and but I, I, I do think it is good to talk to a lot of people that that are good about it a lot of people there's so many people that win like Trevor and mm-hmm. Patrick's done it forever and those guys they're, they're so sharp and they're so they just keep their head up all the time. It doesn't seem like they ever let themselves get down and pretty level headed and keep it simple. And that's just the way I try to look at it and have for the last, since last year. I mean, I've, it hasn't been very easy. So I'm just trying to stay, stay in a good spot and get better. You know, I mean, it's, it takes time. I, I, I get it. It takes time. But it seems like I'm just ready to hurry up and get it done. But, um, I don't, I, I don't think you can, I don't think you can rush it or outrun it or Mm -hmm. any of that to try to get better. I think you got to work hard every day and just trust the process.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I know, obviously, I know that you watch, like, roping videos. Is that what you just do on your downtime or, like?
0: That's all I do, it seems like. It seems like all I think about is roping. I mean, if I'm not (laughs) over at the house practicing, I'm thinking about it or thinking about these other horses that I like or something or, I don't know. Yep, that's about all I do. I watched a lot of, a lot of team rope, and I've watched a lot of runs in my life.
1: <laughs> you don't get bored of it.
0: I don't get bored of it. No, I love it. I think if you, ha- I think if you're going to do it, you have to love it. And uh, if you, if you don't love it, then I don't, I don't think you should be out here. And I mean, I love to practice. I love to rope. I love watching it. I love everything about it. So I think that's the only way that you can su- can succeed at it.
1: Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I guess what is one thing or what are some things that for like newcomers or, you know, like the resistor rookies that are coming up this year, what is one piece of advice you could give to guys wanting to come up into the pro ranks?
0: I don't know. I guess since I've been through it last year and I did terrible, I would say that I guess what I always thought about was that I needed to, Stay on top of everything and keep everything in order. My horse is working good, and my roping stayed sharp. Or try to keep my roping sharp. I never, I, mean, I never, I didn't not rope good last year during the summer. I did not head very good for Caesar, and he was he always had a lot of faith in me, a lot of confidence in me. And I think that if you have a lot of confidence in yourself, that that's probably the best thing. I think a lot of confidence. In your, I think the only way that you're going to win is have a confidence in yourself. If you don't think that you can do it, then. There's no point in even entering, honestly. I mean, every, every time I messed up, I felt like that. I felt like maybe I needed to get down on myself or whatever. But, you, I mean, I just don't think to be like that. If you're not confident in yourself and confident in what you're doing, your horses are open, I don't think you should be out here.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's good, good advice to give to uh, people that are wanting to come up in the ranks.
0: Yep, got to be confident, got to love it, got to want to do it. You gotta show up everywhere thinking you're gonna win. I mm-hmm. think that I think that's I think that's been the biggest thing for me. Definitely.
1: Definitely. Well, Jackson, are you ready for some this or that?
0: <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's not bad. Okay, ready? Okay. Yellowstone or Friends? Friends. Oh good. I mean that was a hard uh, one. I would I like both of them, but friends is number
0: one. I think the only reason is because I haven't seen Yellowstone, and people give me a lot of crap about that, but I have not seen it.
1: You're going to get a lot of crap after people listen to this podcast. you have not seen Yellowstone?
0: <laughs> I have not seen one episode in my whole life, but I, I do always remember I would I would go to my cousin's house, and I would literally rope, and then I'd stay there that night. And uh, I just always remember laying on the couch watching Friends. I love that show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you a diehard like me? Like I have the entire whole season dvd set
0: i don't know if i'm a, a hard friends fan no i just every time you turn on your tv it seems like you can find it if you need something to watch you can just go and find it it seems like it's always on somewhere
1: <laughs> no 100 percent. but i might have to let you borrow i have both the yellowstone dvds and the friends dvds i'll just let you take them down the road so you can catch up on both <laughs>
0: Seems like I need to watch it. Everybody's been telling me, and now you're telling me, so I <laughs> need to watch Yellowstone.
1: Yeah, 100% you have to. Oh, my God. Okay. Hork Dog or George Strait?
0: George Strait's the greatest roping of all time, so it's hard not to watch that, but the Hork Dog, the music on there. Oh, yeah. That just makes the team record so much cooler.
1: <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Okay, does pineapple go on pizza?
0: absolutely oh uh, the good pizza of all time
1: oh good i love it i was gonna say we can't be friends if you say pineapple does not go on pizza i was gonna hang up on you
0: no heck no i grew up uh, i remember that's all I, when i ate pizza there was pineapple
1: on it <laughs> oh my gosh it must be us coasters
0: it must be i guess i don't know one side or the other
1: yeah either way okay iphone or android Oh, don't even ask me that. <laughs>
0: Everybody knows the answer to that. you got to have an iPhone. Duh. How the heck am I going to get where I'm going if I don't get an iPhone? Which Begay told me the other day, he said, I don't need to use my maps. He said, I need to just drive until I hit a sign that I see.
1: Oh. Well, Begay can do he that. He told me the other
0: day, he said, he said, you need to stop using your maps or you're not ever going to know where you're going the next time you use
1: it. <laughs> He's not wrong. I feel like maybe we should all test ourselves.
0: He told me I just needed to get an old road atlas and put it in between my seat pocket. Oh, no. I don't, I I don't think it. that'd
1: be good for you. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, flying or driving?
0: Uh, I like to fly. I like to fly a lot. I don't like mountain out all the time. I got a good horse today, but I don't like mountain out all the time. But I do like to fly.
1: Yeah quick and easy uh passenger or driver
0: uh i like to drive you do i do like to drive i drive on, yep i like to go by myself a lot and i like to drive a lot
1: interesting uh oh this one's a good one tacos or steak steak
0: 100
1: oh, yeah. percent. okay ninjas or pirates <laughs> What did you say? Ninjas or pirates?
0: What the heck is this? (laughs) Ninjas.
1: Ninjas. (laughs) And ding, 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 that's all I had for you.
0: Oh my gosh. It was all pretty good until the last one.
1: (laughs) I had to catch you off guard. The last one got weird.
0: (laughs) Last one got weird, Caitlin.
1: You're welcome. What Great Uh, answers, though. Great answers. On that note, we can stay friends, Jackson.
0: I was honest. I was honest on all of them. My problem.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Well, Jackson, thanks for playing that game with me, and um, I'm going to let you go, but good luck down the road, and thank you for chatting with me on the podcast today.
0: Yep, for sure. I appreciate it, and uh, thank you.
1: Thank you again for listening to this special episode with Jackson Tucker. And remember, this episode is brought to you by Farnham, your partner in flight control.